Hey, everybody, this is Think Global, a podcast about where the world is our home, strangers become friends, and where friends become family. This is Tim Davis. I am your host uh, of this podcast, and I am delighted once again to say that Jonathan Smith, my good buddy, is here in the podcast with me. Tim, it's good to be back. It's been a whole month. It's been a month. Well, when you say good to be back, where have you been, John? Well, I mostly mean back on the podcast with you, but I, I was just in Montana fly fishing with a couple of friends two days ago. And now I'm back here with you, and uh, life couldn't be any better. Hey, how was fishing? Really, really fun. And you just came back from a trip. I did. Uh, Lynn and I spent uh, this past weekend, a long weekend, up in uh, Beaver Creek, Colorado in the mountains. Uh, It was a fantastic time away, celebrating our 40th anniversary, which is a big deal. I don't even feel old enough for that, dude. 40 years is a long time. Well, it is, but it's gone over. I mean, it's passed by so quickly. Well... It's awesome. Like congratulations. You know, actually, when I look back, I'm I'm thinking I feel so young that I must have got married like at 11 years of age or something <laughs> like that. But anyway, kind of crazy. Yes, it was a good time away. All right, let's introduce our subject for today. Uh, we're gonna. Um, this podcast is going to be a little bit on the tagline that we have for this show. Um, and that is where strangers become friends. So the world is our home. This is where we live. And uh, living in this world means that strangers, people we meet, become our friends. And those friends become part of our family. We're going to yeah. talk about that. I love that. I think it's today. finally time that we unpack that because we've been saying it in every podcast. And we did that great series on life principles. But in every podcast, we say this, the world is our home where strangers become friends and friends become family. And let's talk about that today because that's an important part of even just our personality and what our lives have become. So this is right. going to be a lot of fun. Right. And actually, uh, I think it's it's, uh, it's a great moment because here we are coming out of a, a year of lockdowns and no travel and where, you know, the, the, the idea of being a global family is, it feels like in some ways it's taken a back seat because everybody, you know, has been very protective of their country or whatever in, in rightful ways, sure. of course. But um, uh, more than ever th- in my lifetime, there's been this sense, this feeling of separation of um, a lack of connectedness because of the barriers that have been um, built because of what's going on, not only the pandemic, but politics as well. So mm-hmm. uh, anyway, let me begin with this, John. Um, so my roots, my family roots are in West Virginia. Um, and so my extended family, like, you know, grandparents, uncles and aunts, uh, cousins, um, that that's where my root came from. And and that's it. That's the state of West Virginia. I could even identify a, a, a city you know, a, a much smaller city. And as I look back, um, you know, their whole world was shaped by West Virginia. Um, their family values, the cultural um, understandings and conceptions uh, were a part of their understanding. Then you you add politics to that. And what I've noticed um, as the longer I've lived is that there is this danger of parochialism where my whole world is all about um, what I understand about my immediate family, where I live, um, the culture of where I live, and then the politics of where I live to the point that it creates um, uh, preconceived notions, biases, um, even uh, areas of prejudice hmm. uh, in a variety of ways that basically says – our way is the right way. Everything else is wrong. Hmm. 
And so one of the joys of my life, and it, it wasn't necessarily easy, was that from the time I was six months old, um, I was living cross-culturally cross hmm. uh, in a variety of places, like uh, on an island in the uh, West Indies and in Africa. And then even as I've lived in the U.S., I've lived in, in a variety of, of cities, uh, but my adult life has been traveling uh, so much, um, almost you know, 40, 50% of the time per year over the past many, many years of my life. And so I've been exposed to, to people globally, and I've been exposed to cultures. And I think uh, for you and me, and, and that's been a big part of your life, you can tell us real quick about that as well, but um, there, there's something about uh, this world being our home and where the world is filled with many strangers, as we're as we're concerned, um, but where friendships, genuine friendships, can be forged with people who are very different from us, from very different settings. So, tell me about your background uh, quickly, and then then we'll launch into just talking about the subject of how strangers become friends. Yeah, well, it's it's not that undifferent from yours. We're just a lot of years apart. But um, in terms of you've done it a lot longer than I have. I meant to say I'm younger than you. That was the point. I, so, I, I heard that. I heard that. <laughs> um, no, but I grew up in uh, not small town Alabama, but Alabama nonetheless. And it's very similar. Like um, everybody follows the same politics. Everybody has similar worldview. Everybody, it's very, um, it's, it's, it's homogenous in a lot of ways, mm -hmm. which is very interesting. But um, I grew up with a real lack of understanding of the world. And I look back on those years now that I have the exposure that I have, and there's honestly a sense of, um, of embarrassment sometimes mm -hmm. of how we thought, how the people around me think. And, um, yeah, it, it's very interesting, but now lived in China for four or five years. Um, I have traveled extensively around the world, a lot of it with you, um, seen a lot of cultures, met a lot of people and, uh, we'll get into it throughout this podcast, but it's been, uh, I'm so grateful for it. I'll say the greatest joy of my life so far has been uh, the cultures and the people I get to meet along the way and how it's shattered those preconceived notions that we have of other people that I grew up with. Right. So uh, I've loved it. Right. And I think part of uh, shattering those preconceived notions uh, is that so many barriers are built because, again, of just uh, sometimes family values or of a... Um, a local culture that shapes our thinking and our behaviors, and then politics. You add that yeah. on top of it. Yeah. Um, and media. Yeah, and media. That's yeah. a big one, right? Um, we, we, we end up with this notion of we know the rest of the world based on those glasses that we're looking through, the lens that we're looking through, and really we, we, we don't get it and we've missed it. And in fact, I think we've missed one of the richer parts of life, and that is to understand people globally. I know something I've said to uh, parents when they think about taking their their children cross culturally, or traveling with them, or exposing them to other cultures. One of the best educations you can give a child is just to take them somewhere. Hmm. Like you can't buy that education in a classroom in small town America yeah. or hmm. North America. It it really takes that you know that effort to get outside of your boundaries, outside of that. Uh, uh, local uh, mentality to yeah. see the rest of the world. So that's, that's a part of what you and I have done, and, yeah. and, and that's what we're talking about today. Yeah, I've, I've told people for years, just a, a quick aside on that, like mm -hmm. I've told people for years, um, when you're in college, 
uh, spend your summer somewhere overseas, intern right. somewhere, study abroad somewhere, none of your summer, but, you know, do a semester abroad. But, you know, I, I spent a few of my summers doing landscaping in Alabama, right? I learned a lot through that. It's character building to do landscaping that's in the right. summer heat in Alabama. Yeah. It's That's great and all. But if I could go back and redo, and I've told people this for years, if I could go back and redo it, I would spend every some, summer somewhere overseas international because you learn, you like you just said, you can't buy that in a classroom. That's exactly right. All right. So maybe, the, maybe uh, a way to steer this discussion is that often when we travel, you take the posture of a tourist. At other times when you, you travel, you take the posture of a learner, hmm. like to engage and to get to know and to understand. And I think that's the, uh, the posture often that describes our lives. Uh, we live almost like a tourist, mm-hmm. right? All that matters is what I want. And as long as I'm served and as long as I get happy, then it's all good. And, 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 and living life that way, we miss so much of what is possible, what the potentials are. And instead, it's, it's the posture of being a learner. So let's, let's talk about that. Uh, you've traveled, you've met people. I mean, tell us about some of those people you've met, um, the joy that it brings. I mean, and yeah. I've got my own stories. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious to hear yours too. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I like that because um, there is a difference between the, the tourist and the learner. And it's okay to go as a tourist. It's okay mm-hmm. to go on vacation, so to say. There's nothing wrong with that. But um, the, the what I've learned the most is when I have the posture of a learner mm-hmm. in a different culture and um, to gain friendships. And so, you know, I think of... Uh, this this guy, I was in China for a summer several years ago and uh, doing like this English camp in China. And we had this student in my classroom and um, I'll, I'll, I think I'll come up with a pseudonym for him because his English name that he chose would be too funny and distracting, <laughs> but we'll call him Tom for lack of a better, yeah. better or for the lack of his real English name. But yeah. anyway, he was in my class and he was just one of these like natural leader type people. You know, they're just mm-hmm. magnetic. You can tell everybody kind of looks to him as a leader. And these are high school students. And so uh, Tom would go with us on different little outings with our other teachers and our little team of teachers. And he just loved to be around us. And he loved to show us around his town. And so he and I naturally became buddies throughout this. He would teach me fun little Chinese phrases to get certain things like how to buy a bottle of water, you know, how to uh, say certain things to a taxi driver. And we just spent a lot of time together. And kind of coming to the end of that time, that little camp, um, I just pulled him aside and I tried to encourage him. I just, I said, Tom, you have a natural gifting as a leader. People look up to you. Um, I can tell you're a good friend. And um, I didn't say these exact words. I use much more basic English, but basically the idea was I said, steward it well, um, be the leader that people want to follow, mm-hmm. be a leader worth following. And just try to encourage him. Just spent several minutes with him, just trying to encourage him, build him up. And I want to set him up to lead, to live the life of leadership that I knew he was destined for. Mm-hmm. And anyway, we had a, this great friendship. Well, a few years go by and we'd kind of kept up here and there through email, but then a few years of silence go by. And suddenly one day he emails me out of the blue and just wants to check in, see how I'm doing, see what I'm up to. Uh, we went back and forth by email for a while and learned about his family, learned about the baby that he had. Remember, he was a high school student. Yeah. Then I'm learning about his baby and... Um, it's just one of those great things where uh, this stranger really did become a friend, and this mm-hmm. friend I now view as, as family. And, yeah. um, I love that. Yeah. And, and actually, what happened in the process was you learned about another culture. Yeah. You learned about uh, 
how they do life and right. where the differences are, et cetera, like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, I, so I have a, Similar stories like that. There, there's just one I'll, I'll, I'll talk about briefly. But uh, in 1997, I, I was in Mongolia, met a, a sergeant in the police force in Mongolia. He was a provincial sergeant. Um, anyway, began to teach him English. And he, he was a learner. He, he wanted to learn. He was very influential. He was one of those dynamic kind of people as well. And you can see he carried clout. You know, the people who were in his his uh, his command under his command. You know, he he had them showing up. They were learning English. They were uh, they were getting to know these foreigners, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And you know, uh, I'm going to give you his name. His name was Jaga. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jaga became a uh, has become really a lifelong friend since 1997. And um, uh, even to the point that, um, you know, tragedy in his life became tragedy for us. And mm. so we could share that moment. Uh, in fact, that took place in New York. And so we traveled there to be with he and his wife in, in a very difficult time. Um, he also uh, had his daughter, a young daughter, come and live with us for three months. Um, uh, and, and now she's a doctor wow. in in, um, in Mongolia. He would go on to become the head of all of police of Mongolia. Now he is... Uh, leading the anti-corruption movement in uh, Mongolia. My son lived in Mongolia, and basically his his words to me were, um, look, your son is my son. I'll mm-hmm. take care of him. I've got his back. Don't worry about him. Um, you can trust him with me. Um, and actually, that's what he did. Like When you got the, the head of all police in, in Mongolia, that's a good person to have <laughs> on your side. And so he's treated us well. You know, I, I take visitors to Mongolia. He gives us the red carpet treatment of pickups, uh, VIP pickups and transportation, all that kind of thing. Um, but the, but the, 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 the big part of that is, is that I didn't just get a friend and uh, who has become a part of our family, but rather I began to understand people better. And yeah. I begin to see through his life, um, what it's like to live in Mongolia, to be Mongolian and to celebrate the differences and to, um, uh, to take great delight in that. Yeah. And so I think, you know, both of you, you and I, as we talk about that, uh, what I, th- I think sometimes our parochial nature is that anything that's different is wrong. Mm. And we, we become very critical of that and how they do things and whether they do things in a timely fashion or not, um, or whether they plan ahead or not. Mm. And so I think, you know, the problem that we struggle with is that different for us is wrong. Right. And instead of celebrating the differences. And so, I mean, you and I, again, we have those stories. We, we know friends like that. And that, um, that helps us celebrate those differences yeah. instead of criticizing what's different about us. Right. And unfortunately, in 2021, this is such a big part of uh, people's life and, and criticizing other people, especially in the social media sphere and all that. It's, well, if you're different, you're wrong. Right. And, and my way is the right way. Right. And I, anyway, I think in our travels and our experiences, we have learned exactly what you're saying, that different doesn't equal wrong. Right. Um, different is different. Right. And that's okay. It's actually worth celebrating right. the different, the, the differences in people and, um, frustrating at times, maybe when you right. talk about views of time or, um, those kinds of things like, okay, why is this person always late? Why is this always like exactly this? right? Okay. There's nothing wrong with it being frustrating because right. we are different again. Right. right. But we can still celebrate those differences. Right. And uh, it doesn't mean that it's wrong. All right. And I think the key is then seeing strangers, not as different, 
or strangers not as wrong, but strangers who potentially are friends. Yeah. And, you know, I think one of the, um, one of the realities is that this media stuff, this political uh, uh, ideas that are always out there, we often judge a people based on their government. Mm. Let's be honest. We don't always want people to judge us based on our government. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Come on now. Um, but that's true globally, so true. right? Yes. Um, and so often navigating um, the lives that we live is to get get away from you know what governments tend to fight over and the posturing that they take and realize that the person you meet on the street. Yeah. Um, that's not where they are. Yeah. One of the things that uh, my wife and I, Lynn, um, have often talked about is as we travel to some of the craziest places on the planet is that the people we meet are actually just like us. Yeah. I mean, just I, I know that you've put this down in your thinking as well, but yeah. and it's there in mind. I mean, describe that for me. Yeah, I, I think this this always popped up as I was traveling and you come back and you see people and like, oh, what's it like here? What's it like there? Uh, what are the people like in China? What are mm-hmm. people like in Vietnam? What are people like in uh, North Africa? What are people like in where, wherever? Pick your right. country. And uh, what I started to just tell people was uh, people are people. Everywhere you go, whatever culture, they, they really want a lot of the same things we want. And they, they, want, they want to be happy. They want their family to be taken care of. Um, they, they want a job, they want stability, they, they want peace in their life. Um, and, and, and they live with joy and they laugh at the things that we laugh about right. and they cry the same things we cry about. And when there's an accident or, or their kid gets hurt or, uh, their dog dies, they cry about those things. Right. We do too. Right. And, um, when things go well in their life, a kid graduates, a kid gets married, uh, somebody has a baby, they celebrate. And, they, and, and in a lot of cultures, they celebrate a lot better than we do, let's be honest. Right. I love the way they celebrate. Right. Uh, but they celebrate those things. And so they 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 just want the same things that we want. And so what I started to tell people was exactly this. Everywhere I go, I've learned people are just people. Right. That's right. And we have a bond that actually, if you take the media, you take the the politics, you take all the cultural issues out of the way, we have a bond in that it's humanity. Yeah. Um, people long to be loved, mm-hmm. and they love to show their love. Yeah. And that's what that's what binds us together. And and I can say to all of those who are listening that um, if you take all that other stuff out of the way. We, we have so many things in common. We're yeah. so much alike in all of those desires uh, that we go to bed at night thinking about and wake up uh, planning our days around. We really have more in common than we ever, ever imagined. Right. And But, but like you, we keep saying, and this isn't intended to be a bash on media, but media would want us to believe the opposite right. of that we are total opposites from all these other people and they have this big scheme against us and we should be against them and... Uh, they're always trying to put us against each other. But at the end of the day, I think we have way more in common that we're for, and we're all for the same things. And um, I've learned that, and it's taken some time to learn it. It's taken some, taken some travel to learn it, but right. I'm so grateful to have those things learned in right. my brain. Exactly. All right, John, I think it's time to wrap this all up. Um, here we are, Think Global, hmm. where the world is our home. And actually, it's where we live. And... Uh, there are billions of other people who inhabit this uh, place. Um, it's their home, our home, and it's where strangers become our friends and friends become family. So our encouragement today, our takeaway today is uh, number one, um, 
yes, um, become a learner mm-hmm. and help those around us be a learner so that um, this this world um, becomes more of a place where we understand each other and we understand cultures and we understand their backgrounds and where we celebrate the differences um, that we can enjoy because we're not all the same. Mm-hmm. Um, but to celebrate that. Yeah. You know, I know you're wrapping up and we're going to let you wrap up, but mm-hmm. regardless of culture, regardless of language, regardless of geography, um, a smile and kindness is universal right? everywhere you go. Right. Yes. So take advantage of it. Take advantage of the fact that we live here and now in this place. Um, enjoy learning, uh, engaging with others, engaging with other cultures, um, and taking great delight in how this bond of humanity brings us together. Uh, we only have one lifetime to live. Um, we need to make the most of it um, and engage with those who are a part of our lifetime and our world. Anyway, that's it for us here at Think Global. Um, thank you for joining us. We look forward to our monthly podcast next time. Uh, all the best to all of you, John. Yep. See you next time. Can't wait. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.